When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks and Sir Michael Ira Kaplan are on a quest to explore every town in America through the eyes of the scumbags, scoundrels, and world touring comedians who grew up there. Who knows what they'll find out? This is Lost in America. Welcome to Lost in America, episode 173. My name's Turner Sparks. And I am Michael Ira Kaplan. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at KAP Kaplan America on Instagram. You can find this show at Lost in America Pod. Are we Lost in America Pod on Instagram, Cap? Lost in America Pod on Instagram. Lost N with just an N on American Pod on Twitter. Yeah, but who and cares about Twitter? Pod. Let's stick to Instagram. This is where we got a lot of a new, lot of news to announce right off the bat. We've been adding ton of people, ton of new followers on Instagram. Our Instagram page is blowing up. For the past ten days or a week, to, I don't know or so, we've been posting every day two videos a day on our instagram page because why because we're doing a whole new show live from the bunker i'm in my bunker kaplan's in his bunker we're we're in new york city we're broadcasting live to your bunker wherever you are around the world the whole world's on quarantine this is the number world's number one quarantine podcast you got us one day a week here on lost in america you got us for five dollars a month you get four extra shows one um, tuesday through friday coming out every evening around 11 p.m over there we're wrapping up the news of the day uh we're also um observations from life under quarantine cap yeah i mean you're getting my real a material those days because people paying for it this episode i'm phoning it in you can't phone this in because this is our advertisement to get people over there oh but how we've been doing over there cap tell the people We've blowing up. We're up to uh, we are, we're going to congratulate. We have some new patreons, right? We up have added three dollars. A third. We've been doing this Patreon show for six months, but typically it was once a week. Uh, last Monday we ramped it up to five days or four days a week over there. So you get five shows a week if you subscribe to it. You get five shows a week for five dollars a month. And in the last five days, it's worked. We've added a third of our audience has come in the last five days. It's insane. We got a shout out to. Weber, Michael H. Weber, you know him, screenwriter Michael H. Weber, the yeah, uh, Fault uh, in Our, our Stars. First, our first Oscar-nominated patron. Our first Oscar-nominated patron subscriber, Pink Panther 2. Yeah. Electric yeah. Boogaloo. <laughs> Disaster Artist. Disaster. Five Summer. 500 Days of Summer. And then we have a uh, former very early podcast, Jason Hammer, is now a, a patron. Jason Hammer. Shout out to Hammer. We yeah. got Jake Cavanaugh. Shout out to Jake Cavanaugh. We got Vodka James in Houston. Shout out to Vodka yeah. James. I know he's working uh, on Ty, B- in, Ty in Houston. Houston. Well, they're Ty both Houston. in Houston. Yeah. Sorry, oh, okay. Ty is in Houston. I don't think they know each other. They should meet, though, oh, and have Houston. one of those. We're huge in Houston. Well, we're so big in Houston. Now people are going to have to start doing meetups. Yeah, we could do, we could arrange a meetup in Houston. We got a podcast meetups. Meet so that's our next thing. We got to do some meetups. Ty is actually in Houston. I know Vodka James. As far as I know, he's living on an oil rig. Lastly, shout out to Peter. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. B A L O G H. Cap. How would you pronounce that? B A L O G H. Yeah, Peter Below. He's our my favorite patron because he's someone that we. He's not a friend of ours. Yeah, we, we don't, don't know, know him personally. He's a fan. We have a fan. So yeah, thank you, fan. Peter. So we got we're up to twenty <laughs> people over there subscribed on Patreon. Yeah. We've been, uh, you know I was gonna yeah I was gonna say we were blowing up as far as like the numbers are, are, are but I'm, then I'm doing the math and we're doing three more episodes a week than we used to do. 
So basically making the same hourly rate. So we need more. So I'm trying to say. You're right. I was about to say we're doing four more a week, but you're right. We were already doing one a week over there. So yes. we're doing five so, total a week you can get for $5 a month. It's the deal of the century, Cap. It's a great deal. It's a, we're going to raise these prices once the economy, once we get our stimulus checks, once we know those have come in, we're going to have to. But the, but the people who are already in, if you get in now, we're not going to raise the price on you ever. So get in now. Oh, you're right. Once the sim- we're raising the prices. Oh, once we know America has their money back. Is once we're saying? booming, because Trump said today that we're this is over soon. We're <laughs> back to normal soon. So once um, we're back to normal in a couple of weeks or a month, whenever that is, once we turn on the America, great American economy, we're going to have to raise the prices, obviously. So get in now. That's it. The president said he's putting us back to work. Virus or no virus? And I think the answer is yes, virus. I don't think we've cleaned up the virus. I think he's just decided that um, it's time to go work in the middle of a virus. So roll the dice, people. Get back (laughs) out to Best Buy. Get back out. Also, It was was a fun storyline for a week, but, you know, he knows TV. He knows that that storyline, people get really bored of this quarantine (laughs) storyline. We need in movement. So let's, let's update it. Let's now work with the virus. It's so ridiculous. We're laughing, but it's not funny. We're laughing to, yeah. um, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane, but we're cap- here to soothe the pain. Can I give you one more reason to subscribe to our Patreon, to our listeners yes, here? Please. I have a giant announcement. I've been telling you about it, I don't know, since Saturday or Sunday. I'm not sure what. Something happened to me over the weekend. I was going to tell you today. I decided, you know what? We've had people specifically sign up for our uh, Patreon page so they could hear me tell you the news. There are listeners who right now are listening and know the news, but they can't. It's not the you don't have coronavirus, so we're going to skip that off the table, right? That's it. We, I do not have coronavirus, but anything else is on the table. Anything else is on the table. Anything else is on the table. You could be you're identifying as a female, and you're going to have surgery. <laughs> could have done. I could have been the one who gave uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein corona. Oh, you just said you don't have it, though, but you implanted it in him. Could have been me. Could have been me. <laughs> There's a lot of things. On Anything's right, on the cool. table. I will but be announcing it. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> 11 p.m. on the Patreon, uh, live from the bunker, the world's number one quarantine podcast, as they're calling it. I didn't make that up. People are calling it that. People in the streets are stopping me. I mean, I'm not. We're not in the streets. You know, we're quarantined. But if yeah, I were in the streets, <laughs> if I were in the streets, have you been on the streets today? Did you go out at all? I did not Who go out today. Me? I went out once. I went. I really it was the best I done. I didn't go out at all. And then I had to get. We wanted to get chicken for dinner, so I went to this, the grocery store. And it was the other like it wasn't the urban markets. The other ones they had better chicken. And I went in there, and it was like um, it was the most dystopian grocery store I've ever been in. It was like very empty. Everyone was in masks. Everyone was in gloves. And it's like there's a, there's a signs everywhere saying to stay six feet away from everybody at all times. But then I had to ask a question. I was trying to find something, and I found a worker. But I was trying to ask him the question by out getting too close. It was a very – it's a very hard – it's really it's, – don't go out. It's too hard to live this way. Are you – can I ask, are you in a mask and gloves at this point? So I, I have – I'm saving the mask. I feel like I don't want to roll it out just yet. I have the mask, but I'm in gloves. It's like I'm in um, – I don't mistake. have like – I don't have like rubber gloves, so I'm wearing like actual like winter gloves. It's been cold, so it works. That works. Wearing, you like, can do that. I'm wearing like they're like isotoners. They're like they're. You're in my world now. If you if you people yeah, have been I'm listening, the OJ gloves. If you've been listening so, to the Patreon, you would know that I am in full gloves, full mask. Anytime I go out, it's the light of my life. I scare yeah. strangers. I scare people I know. I scare people in my building. I scare pedestrians. I scare babies. 
it's yeah and it's a great thing you feel you could if you wanted to kill somebody you could easily it's easier to get away with it now those streets are empty incredible There's no witnesses that <laughs> could be my on. announcement tomorrow i've gone full, cold I, i've gone full <laughs> patrick bateman i've yeah. been walking through new york city like american psycho just murdering uh prostitutes yeah. and bankers and all kinds of people homeless people everybody of, cor- of course by the way i'm wearing the gloves like for uh you know the whole time i walked there and back and then i I uh, I take the gloves off to take the phone up because I wanted to record a, a voice memo to somebody I want to talk about on the pod, possibly a note. And I'm recording it for ten seconds, and then I scratch my face. So it's like I already I blew the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> but you are you had the gloves on, so you're fine. I had the gloves on, but right, that's true. I guess. Yeah. Right? I, well, I it's know. good to hear because I wasn't out today. It's good to hear that people are now wearing masks because the masking yeah. got up to about thirty percent. I think I was out two days ago. Got up to thirty percent in New York City. I but, kind of feel like if everyone, I mean, in Brooklyn, mask, then in I Brooklyn, don't, don't have to. If everyone's wearing one, I'm okay, right? Then I'm covered. It's like herd immunity. Like I can't. I don't think that's how herd immunity works. But, Cap, let's get to what's important. Teacher, right. you are now an elementary school teacher. By I am. I think I should have a certificate, by the way. Your children are eight and six, I want to say. Ruby well, Kaplan te- just turned six. I got seven and six, yeah. Teddy's not eight quite yet, but he's in second grade, and I got a kindergartner. Ruby's in kindergarten. And last week we were homeschooling the, like, you know, because they wanted to feel like – it was like a race. Last week, it was like a race. They closed the schools, you know, the first week off last week, and it was like a race to be the most smuggy parent. Every parent had to post their videos of their kids doing something intellectual because no one wanted to admit that they were just let their kids watch TV and play video games all day, you know? So you had to find good websites. You had to. Oh, you had, you had to go to, out and buy a chalkboard. You had a chalkboard. You had to bake something. You had to turn it into like a, a miniature yeah. version of a classroom. You get a fish tank. You, you <laughs> yes. get schoolroom yeah. desks. I mean, I was finding myself looking up websites and then telling people about websites. Like, it's an asshole. Like, who cares to, like, learn some science lessons? You know, like, making them do homework where they work, you have to turn in. Anyway, that's finally done. And now the school's actually stepped in and has given us lesson plans every day. So this today was day one of this uh, experiment in trying to self in trying to do it at home. Now we don't, the gig economy comes to, you know, elementary school. No need to go to the school. So you, you, might, you were asking me about it last on the Patreon show. You are asking me how, like, what does this actually entail, right? You have no idea. How does teaching and, work? Yeah, fill yeah, me in. So they essentially you have these dreams of like, oh, maybe I'm going to, you know, they're going to give me like a lesson on, you know, Theodore Roosevelt or George Washington. And I'm going to go over with them and answer questions and be this great teacher. But no, basically what it is is you have to learn how to work every app you've never heard of. And then get because it's like there's different apps on the iPads and on the computers for like math and for re- all these different subjects. And then there's Google Classroom, which is like a mate, and it's a way for teachers to upload material. And you have to figure out a way to. And there's like a sign in. There's like a um, you have to have an e- the kids have an email address this whole time from the school, and then you have to use that email just a lot. There's like it, it literally took me like two hours to try to sign these kids into everything. And try, you know, I don't know how, I, I know people aren't as tech savvy as me because, you know, I'm like an IT guy. Are you even doing this? But so it's really like survival of fittest. Like the kids whose parents have computers, like multiple computers and iPads and phones and all these devices and who know how to do stuff are, they're just going to survive. They're, years from now, they're going to be in the best colleges, I guess. So um, that's the first thing. That first thing you have to know. What happens, uh, can I ask, what happens if you don't have a computer at home? 
so they are they they are they were giving them out last week uh, from the schools like devices. They said I don't know if they were probably tablets. I'm assuming, but you know, it, it's weird because they said like tablets are fine, but then you have these things where you have to print them, and like a lot of people are already pitching to Bay because people who thought they were, you know, people who work from home all the time who think they're pretty savvy could have money enough money they don't have printers like a lot of people don't have printers in their homes this is something i don't understand americans thank you for hitting on this americans not having printers is the most shocking thing when i moved back to new york when i moved back to the united states 2016 i got a printer right away it was like getting making sure your shower turns on you get a printer you make sure the faucets work you yeah, make it's sure very basic and then people would come still to this day people come over and they're blown away that i bought a $45 printer three years ago. They're like, whoa, you have a printer. Like, ooh, la, la, yeah. where's the Corvette? You know? And yeah, they act like it's a fax machine. It's not a fax machine. It's useful. You it's a print. print. Well, mine's a three-in-one, not to brag. Fax scan. Yeah, yeah print. But $45 you could get it for. Otherwise, I, you're going down to Kinko's, and you're spending 12 bucks every time you're there. It paid, it's paid for yeah. itself 10,000 times over. Keep going, Kathleen. Yeah, but, I mean, it is great that some of the stuff is now on iPads where you don't have to actually do it on paper because it's a real it's, – it's leveling the playing field with my son, who we've discussed – has terrible handwriting that has serial killers handwriting. So Teddy doesn't have to write as much now. So that is good. There's some of the things you don't have to print, but um, yeah, that's a way to fix children's bad handwriting is just makes them stop handwriting. (laughs) Exactly. So problem solved. So, you know, I got these kids in easy uh, eight o'clock. We started working, which is actually before the school day. It wasn't until about 11 AM that I realized there was a spot where you to check in. Like in Google, one of the things is just to check in attendance. So both my kids were technically late. They're going to be a late because <laughs> I screwed it up. Because a lot of the onus is on the parent. And like now we, what happens now? They have detention? I don't know what's going to It's just going to be on the report card accounts. I looked it up the other day because I had to look up all this information, and I didn't realize how much stuff was online. And I was like, oh, Teddy's kindergarten. He was somehow late for school like 22 times, and Ruby was late last year 38 times. We're really shitty parents, but <laughs> you need a month to catch up. But I'm not still – I don't, I can't still picture what they're doing. So, all right. So there, oh yeah. So I was getting that. Not only do the teacher do things, but there's, um, there's assignments. So the Spanish teacher, for instance, will post, uh, a sing-along of like the alphabet. So like they're, they're doing the whole Spanish alphabet and then I'm supposed to be there correcting them, but I don't know the Spanish alphabet, but Ruby was doing this and Teddy knows the Spanish alphabet. So he was correcting her. So he was helping. And then gym class, they're doing, uh, like mountain climbers and they're doing like these kids push-ups and they're they're all these like exercises they're supposed to just do in the house they're doing like h-i-i-t high high intensity like core exercises (laughs) doing orange theory um (laughs) with with music class they had like a song they had to follow along to with the notes and they actually had like a quiz at the end of it like they do a lot of like google form quizzes do they play instruments or is this singing in school, they have instruments. They have like a keyboard. So yeah, there was some of that. Um, you know, so Teddy had to, for instance, Teddy had to write that. There was a story about this uh, uh, an immigrant and this son and his dad, and Teddy had to write like something about it. And then he had to do math. And he, there was a math assignment he had to do. Basically, everything they do, they turn it in, and the teacher looks it over. So it is sort of like school, but it's much more. Um, you know, it's like you're done quicker it's like it's like you cuts out all the red tape you're just like two hours and it's like all right that's a school day but you know what the, here's here's the bottom line because why you know i wanted to rip on it and i want to say and i'm sure as it goes i'll have things that got they're going to drive me insane 
But after day one, I'm feeling very good. I know on our Patreon show, we want to be positive, right? Yes. And I'm coming out of this feeling very positive because it dawned on me that as, you know, I'm sitting there fighting with Teddy to like write and it's like 10 o'clock in the morning and you know, he's like, I'll just do the assignment and I'm having deja vu. What am I having deja vu to? I mean, deja vu to homework every night. How it's like, I want to blow my brains out trying to get these kids to do homework. But that's at 730 at night when I want to like do some, I want to have a drink and watch a basketball game and all that stuff. Having that same argument at 10.30 in the morning is not nearly as frustrating because it's like I have nowhere to go. It's in the middle of a quarantine. It's like just sit here. We'll sit here all day. Do it. Yeah. And you're done. Worst case scenario, like a day doesn't go as smoothly as today or they have more work. They'll be done like 2 o'clock. And they're done at 2 o'clock. I don't have to – the rest of the day, I don't have to I don't have to feel this guilt about forcing kids to do homework. I have to fight with them. I don't have to – you know, you throw in the quarantine where we don't have to uh, go outside – I don't have to feel this, this pressure these modern parents have. Their kids have to have lots of activities. That our kids have to have play dates. No activities. Have to have to be doing educational crap at all times. They go into museums. They have to do field trips. They do all that's gone. And these kids can just be latchkey kids like we grew up with. They can sit and watch TV, play video games, and I can just ignore them. And it's kind of peaceful. It's like kind of amazing. And between this and it the sounds program, great, Kaplan. I'm kind of loving this quarantine. Yes, we got to get to our guest. Uh, but this sounds great. Uh, congratulations to you. Let's hope. Yeah. You know. We'll, uh, oh, we didn't even say who it was. Christina Peters. Yeah. You guys, Christina Peters is our guest today. We're really excited to have her in. She's calling us from Shenzhen, China. She is a friend of mine um, for and my wife's uh, yeah is for many years. She is from originally from San Jose, California. She's living in Shenzhen and. She's gonna tell us all about what, because they're doing a great job over there in China with this. Uh, the court now they are. They literally created the, the 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 virus was started there. But um, now that it's gone around the world, they're doing a really good job at uh, at uh, stifling it by everyone's quarantining, and it's the numbers are really low if they even exist at all right now in China for new cases. So we're gonna call her and bring her in and see what uh, she can tell us is going on over there, so we can find out what we need to do in the future. Cap, should we bring her on in? Bring her on in. Let's what Call her up. Call her up. All right, we're back with our guest, Christina Peters, calling us from Shenzhen, China. Christina, welcome to the show. Hi, great to be here. Thank you for doing it. We are so excited to have you on. We have a zillion questions. You know, America, um, we started our quarantine, I don't want to say in earnest. What's the opposite of in earnest? (laughs) We did it a week ago. Very Against our will. Against not only against yeah. our will, but kind of take it or leave it. It was like, well, we didn't really man- believe it was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was also we're, mandatory, we're- but it's city by city, state by state. Everyone's rolling out at different times. Some people it's pretty half ass. It's half ass is the terminology. I would. <laughs> it's use. very American, to be honest. It's a very American quarantine. It's a, it's, it's the most not- it's the most American <laughs> quarantine you could get. And so everyone's, you know, there's people who haven't left their house for two weeks, which is Yeah Yeah and I. And then you walk outside and pl- people are playing tackle football in the street. <laughs> not a joke. No. Basketball. Yeah. So not only they have coronavirus, but they're probably getting run over by cars as well. And they might have concussions. 
And they might have concussions. So they have multiple issues. Plus, I mean, people are like beer bonging on spring break in Daytona Beach. They're sharing, they're sharing all kinds of fluids. So um, our question, we want to know, because China's ahead. All we hear right now is that China's so far ahead of us in terms of there's no new cases, you know, allegedly. And uh, there's... Uh, no new cases, but also like there's, it's not spreading. Somehow it got contained. And so you guys are living in the future of if we do everything perfectly, <laughs> they say we could be you. We know we're not doing anything perfect, everything perfectly. And as we are recording this, the president just went on TV and said that he might, he thinks we're about done with the corn. He thinks we passed the test. We're, we're almost done like a week away. Yeah. He said we're a week awesome. away and then we're, <laughs> everything's going to be fine. Um, but anyway, we want to know from you uh, what what is your experience? How's what's quarantine life like in China? Well, can we start by saying, first of all, America isn't necessarily quarantining. They're doing shelter at home. Shelter um, in place. Excuse shelter me. In yeah, place. Oh, shelter in place. Sorry, yeah, sorry. That's our cool um, term they came up with. Yeah. So even like when this all started going down in China, I would say it was at the end of June or end of January, where it really started spreading throughout China, like outside of Wuhan and Hubei. And I went, actually went to Vietnam for a week. And I remember just traveling with my friends and every day just saying, what's going on? What's going to happen if we go back to China? Are we going to have to quarantine? Saying that we can go back home, we can go back and we have to stay at home but basically doing the same thing with sheltering in place um and so that was even end of january february it was still like this isn't real quarantining um and then i would say february is when they really started quarantining and actually quarantine people so now like if people come back into china um it's a lot more cities are getting a lot more strict we're saying that if you come back from one of the high-risk countries, um, then you're going to have to be in a hotel for two weeks. Um, if some people are allowed to quarantine at home, but if you do quarantine at home, like they're really, really strict and you're not even allowed to leave your house. Um, there's things where they put tape on your door so that people know that you're quarantining. Oh, shame um, you. Wait, who, who puts <laughs> the tape on your door? Well, in Shenzhen, I know they're putting, they didn't put it on my door because I, good um but like i've got some friends who it's like they come back and then they put tape on the door just so they know you're quarantined for two weeks um like I've who's heard they? Is this the police or the government um so like each each apartment compound um so if you guys know most people in china especially in the cities live in apartment compounds so most of the quarantine is actually run by the apartment compound and then you might have community volunteers so this that is a, are a private company who it. owns. Uh, no, it'll be whether it's members of um, the party or whether it's volunteers within the community itself. Um, or each, I mean, each com compound itself already has security guards. So, but these they'll be security guards, so the security guards yeah. are not um, government. I mean, as long as from when I lived there, I remember that each yeah these compounds had security yeah. guards, but they're basically hired by the management company. These were just like yeah. uh, guys who stood at the front desk. They weren't working for the government. So are the people you're talking about these no. government people or non-government? Um, the ones I've seen, like, I wouldn't say the ones even working at my compound are government employees. But the thing is, a lot of the um, a lot of the quarantining is being run even at the local level. So I think it's a lot of partnership between the people working for the department compounds with the city, with the province, with um, yeah. 
up to the national level itself. So it's kind of a group effort. Like, and even within cities, like you'll get different compounds have different rules and whatnot. And what so. kind of tape do they put outside the door? <laughs> like you, if you get like stuck in the tape, like if you, or do you break it and an alarm goes off or do you get trapped in it? And so everyone can Let's see that you try to come out or like, what does that mean exactly? It's like full body, like a, <laughs> like a rat. Like, <laughs> it's mostly like the police caution tape, I'd say. Like oh, I had a friend oh, who good. went back to Hongzhou up north, and it was like they had the tape across her door. Like a murder got happened there. <laughs> Pretty much. That's shame. <laughs> That's shaming. Uh, yeah, if I had to choose my option, I would much rather get the hotel where you, what, you get room service for the two weeks. Like, what you not allowed to leave the hotel room the whole time? Just like hang out. Oh yeah, they bring yeah. you all your food and everything. Oh, but even if good. you're even if you're quarantined, they bring you all your deliveries, all your food, anything that you order, they bring it to your door. So you're not allowed to leave. But what about, cause you know, our, the, the mayors here say, well, it's shelter in place. You're not allowed to leave your house unless you want to exercise or go or get walk gro- your dog or walk your dog yeah, or go get groceries. What about, do you guys have those except when they tape people up, do they have those exceptions? Um, yeah, it's, oh, they do. it depends on, again, like if you're coming back from high risk countries or not, like, if you are under mandatory quarantine, then you're not allowed to leave your apartment for two weeks. If you're right. under self-quarantine, then it's two weeks of only leave to go get food or something like that. Okay. Um, well, that's what we're yeah. all on then. So you send somebody out? Do they send somebody to get you groceries or something? Or how does this? So like, or... even if you're looking at last month, like a lot of apartment compounds were saying that people might be only allowed out um, once every two days and only one person. Hmm. So I know in February they were giving people like a ticket if they would leave the apartment compound um, wow. to say this person can go outside to go to the supermarket or whatever, but, but then they you, have to come back. But you're going to send, you're going to send your strongest person and carry the most, I guess. So it's really, yeah, pretty much. If you're a small pretty little much. person there, you're never getting out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it, like, it didn't start out just saying everybody has to stay inside for two weeks straight um but like i'm sure you guys are sitting now they're saying how did it start so you said Um, it was um kind of a little relaxed when you first in late january right um i remember january uh january 22nd um in the morning my mom was actually visiting so we in the morning we took the metro and i would say like 30 percent of people were wearing masks and then by the evening, 80% of people were wearing masks. Um, that was fun being like, mom, look, you're now in the middle of an epidemic. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. My mom came to visit. She flew back on January 23rd, which was really good. Cause January 24th was when Wuhan and then Hubei started shutting down, like locking down. Um, and then I actually left on the 24th of January to go to Vietnam for a week. So then I got a lot of my news just via, WeChat and social media and everything like that, and then just watching, seeing everything's changing day to day. And then I actually went and stayed in Hong Kong for about four weeks because that was when they said that if you come back to Shenzhen, um, you might have to stay at home for two weeks. It wasn't 100% clear what's happening now um, because it's most of the cases that we're getting in China are imported, which means people coming back to China. Um, they're a lot stricter with everybody coming in, like making sure to try and test everybody who's coming in, um, putting people in mandatory quarantine if they're coming back from, again, the high-risk countries or 
even like Europe in general um, or North America or whatnot. So it's it's gotten a lot stricter just because they're trying to contain it still. Christina, yeah. does does the United yeah, States count as a high risk country when you say the high the risk United countries? States counts? Yes, it does. Hey, yes. Look, look at that. There's count. like 24 countries right now that I know for Shanghai, you're under mandatory quarantine. Okay. Um, and I Canada heard, counts, U.S. counts. Yeah. I'd heard something about um, uh, buzzers being put on doors too in Suzhou. Is that the case? That's what I've heard. Um, I've seen okay. it posted a couple places saying they'll put a buzzer at your door to see if you open your door or not. Um, and then, like, if you want to <laughs> leave, you. <laughs> Cap, yeah. What do you think of the chances of this of Americans putting up with all this? I, I, see, I think the president would like some of these things. It's like he might. This is kind of fun. It makes him more like a game show or something. Like, a, <laughs> if, you, if you have like fall into like a trap door if you walk out, or like every like third person, not everyone who, but a buzzer, or you get to. Uh, no, Americans would not. We we're very like you. As we were saying, like people are. If it's nice weather out, we'll put up with it. If it's raining and it's cold, yeah, we'll stay inside. <laughs> but if it's a beautiful spring day, we're not putting up with this. So, it's. I mean, we, even we, getting people to stay inside, it was such a futile, like an embarrassingly bad attempt at it. They didn't. Well, they just told they were their solution was go on TV, tell people to go inside. But then if they don't go inside, then do nothing about it. Well, we don't have the resources. What they don't have, they can't like just send the military into like. Oh, you like, say they can't. No, I mean, we can't. America can't. I'm saying, I'm I know. Like, no, I think we can. I think the America can. Not yet. Not yet. Just wait. That's you wait. Not yet. You wait. I think here's here's a solution, Kaplan. Here's what needs to happen. And I don't mind going on the record saying this. These people playing basketball in Long Island City, in Manhattan, in the middle of a quarantine, playing three-on-three basketball where they're throwing a ball around that's getting all of their mucus on it. Here's what you need to do. This is happening throughout the United States. Nobody's taking the president seriously. No one's taking Cuomo seriously. No, definitely no one's taking Billy de Blasio seriously. What you need to do is roll up with a tank to one of these <laughs> basketball games, just fire a missile into the game. Take this out one, a warning shot. One warning shot. You kill 10 to 12 people. Big deal. <laughs> They're right. dead. The rest of the country will snap too and go inside for as long as you need them to. Do and not give the president this idea. Kaplan, if you don't do this, the, the estimates are that there's millions of people that are going to die. And I don't like to be negative, but if these guys keep playing basketball forever. This is going to last forever. It's going to kill our economy. That's I'm trying to get the president's ear here. It's going to kill our economy. And also, millions of grandparents are going to die. Or the other solution, you fire a, uh, fire a grenade into a couple of uh, small forward shooting guard point guards. You know? And let the chips fall where they may. Let the chips fall where they may. We kill off a generation. Uh, well, is that what they do in China? To, no, uh, it's not what the they house? do in China. No, okay. no, 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 no. They. I mean, it's. Go ahead, Christina. Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, you know, I mean, within China, the power is a bit more centralized. So. People, I would say, are a little bit more willing um, to respect, quarantine. Respect and fear is what we don't have in America. Yeah. Nobody respects but, or fears our president. But it was also, they had SARS. I mean, they've had SARS outbreaks within, you know, 17 years ago. So people really remember that. And they remember the fear of that and just the fear of living so closely next to people. 
because things are yeah. a lot more densely populated here. We don't have so. a lot of people who remember the Spanish flu. That's the problem. <laughs> that Maybe there's like a couple toddlers are still, you know, they were toddlers. It is true, though. Year olds. If yeah. we a couple of hundred year olds, hundred and five year olds were toddlers well. during the Spanish. Imagine if you yeah. lived through the Spanish flu and yeah. this. Well, the Spanish flu, they were homeschooled because of the Spanish flu. <laughs> so because of that, it gave them the strength to, to live till now. They had, like, extra edge. Ed- ed- I don't know what. But, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. All these pandemics. Those Spanish flu survivors. They had their club. masks in their holsters. They, yeah, they didn't play basketball. No, they, they were they wearing. They've been wearing masks for months. Those Spanish flu survivors. They, they always bought a lot of toilet paper. Those Spanish <laughs> flu survivors. They were ready. They were ready. First so. people in the grocery stores make sure food didn't run out. They remember. <laughs> no, but it's true. If we had, if we had that here, if ten years ago we had SARS, or seventeen years ago, then people would be. I think if we have a pandemic again, well, here's a question for Kaplan. If we have a pandemic again in a few years, do you think it's going to work better or will people just continue playing basketball until they get shot by the police, by the military? Uh, Oh, the next pandemic people will take more seriously. Yeah. It's like, it's like when there was a hurricane we had a hurricane and nobody paid attention to all the warnings to get the hell out. And there was all this damage, you know, then the next time it's like rains that went left town. So, so it's not our fault. It's only our first pandemic. It's exactly. You're, it's like a, we need a mulligan. It's a We're mulligan pandemic. That's, this is our version of population control, our reaction to this pandemic. It's a breakfast so. ball. <laughs> but is, is China relaxing things at all? Or is it still like I've heard is, is things going back to more normal in China or no? Yeah, um, yeah. I would say things have relaxed a bit like people are going back to work and whatnot um people are still cautious i mean everybody's still wearing masks when you go out um that's starting to relax a little bit but i would say 99.9 percent of people i see out wearing are wearing masks um it's now a fashion yeah pretty much if you go to like the parks near me especially on like sunday there's a lot of people out but you know it's it's something where yeah are they staying six we've also six feet away from each other good turn social distancing more or less more or less but again like one thing china's done is they also um rolled out tracking so like you know if people have been in contact with anybody who has coronavirus or if anybody has symptoms or whatnot like you can look this up on an app somewhere or something you mean yeah oh yeah yeah it's like um, all my neighbors everyone all my friends um, not necessarily see all your friends, but it, there's one on like Alipay and WeChat and each city has their own app. And if you're That's green, amazing. you're good to go. If it's you're a- red, then they say stay at home. And like, they can uh, actually, you can show that. Christina. Yeah. Tell us a little oh, bit like more. A- tell us a little bit more about how this works, how you have on your phone, on every phone, someone, ha- you have an app and you have a color. Can you explain us that whole. So like. WeChat, um, WeChat, it's the messaging system that they use throughout all of China. Um, But you can do everything with WeChat. Literally name it, you can do it. Um, They rolled out an antiviral code where you kind of scan that. And if you're green, then that shows that you have not had any contact with um, anybody who has the virus or anything like that. Um, If you go into a restaurant now, even, first of all, when you go into a restaurant, they take your temperature, they take your phone number. Um, yeah oh yeah what are they, oh, yeah. Uh, is there a section do they have different sections for like based <laughs> like green red summer yellow section like a smoking green. section 
Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. <laughs> that'd be a good idea. It's, can... it's more if you have a temperature, you're not allowed in. Oh, okay. um, And they say go home because they also take your phone number. So if anybody gets the virus, they can call you and tell you to stay at home. Um, oh, yeah. so like after the next day, you know, okay. And is that oh, when somebody uh, comes? I mean, go ahead, Christina. God. I was just going to say, you have to look at the um, uh, symptomatic period so it can be contagious for, what, like five days? So if anybody comes in five days after you and they have it, well, you never know. So, so what happens then? If someone oh, comes so in five days if so, to everybody in town, yeah, if someone comes in five days later and they have it well, and they were there the night you were there, does your app change colors automatically? No, 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 no. It's not like that where it does that. If if you were at a restaurant at the same time as somebody who got diagnosed with coronavirus, then if that person, then you might consider in contact with that person, they would ask you to come forward and let your community know that you've been in contact with somebody who might have it. They might say you need to stay at home, whatever. Um, but this is like the four square like app is like really taking a new turn here. This is amazing. <laughs> It's like you can see, with so and so checked in, so and so. This restaurant, it's great for restaurants and reviews. I, and is I, there uh, any, I, I, is there any culture of like ratting out your neighbor? Like, hey, they have, I um, heard, like they have coronavirus, or not ratting out, maybe be the wrong term. Turning in, let's say turning in your neighbor, being like, hey, that person, naming um, names, naming names, people. People aren't as strict on that as much anymore, at least in Shenzhen, because. It seems to be a lot more in control. But even yesterday, I had somebody from my community come to my door, and it's the first time they've asked, but they're like, have you been here for the last month? Do you have any symptoms? Because um, they're getting a lot more cautious about people coming back from China, uh, from Europe or North America or whatever. And so they're... Okay, so you're yes, a foreigner, basically. so it's like they might, she might have come back recently. Would that be the idea? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, but even for like where your compound, no, they changed the rules and that nobody can go into a compound unless you live there and even oh, when yeah. you go we in, have that in like, our compound yeah that's a new rule yeah is it really yeah. capital it, so it's yeah in our apartment building you can't come in unless like you go you're allowed you're not allowed guests but we're allowed mm. um unless it's a caretaker like a nanny or something mm. for our kids or, or yeah or a family yeah. member so christina yeah, so how do see... they know if you live there well they the door is like a doorman they supposedly know i don't know mm -hmm. okay um, do you see this card. staying long term? Uh, this kind of way of living with the temperature um, checks and the um, not letting people into compounds. What What about? Can you meet friends at like a restaurant? Or restaurants closed? Yeah, like that was in the last like two to three weeks. Restaurants were finally allowed to reopen, but like again, when you go there, they have to take your phone number. They have to take your temperature. Um, for some of them, you have to register um, with the code that you were there. Um, and I want to be a little bit more strict on other restaurants, especially bars and whatnot. But you also have to be 1.5 meters away from everybody. Hmm. Like, there's one bar here where they've actually marked the seats to say, you can sit here. This is okay to sit here. So it's like you're sitting diagonal from each other. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's like uh, so um, what do they call it? Framing for a, when you're shooting a movie, <laughs> right, Cap? Yeah, well, no, if you're dating now, I mean, you can't. It's really I was just going to say, this is my next question. How do you get a, how do yeah. you take someone home if you, if they have no visitors? You just have to uh, hook up with someone who lives in your compound. That's a move. 
That's cat. I mean, this I is our you, on, on all the dating apps. Do they have the like color? Oh yeah, they tell you where green, they live. Red. <laughs> you know, green, orange, you and red on the dating app. That's <laughs> next to your like, yeah. Tinder profile. Exactly. It's important. Yeah, you don't want a red. You have an app you know, for reds. Well, what if it's yeah. a hot red? The hot red. I mean, I take a hot red over an ugly green any day. <laughs> I left it to me. What um in your city? What was the like? How many people at the peak of the problem like, um, had, had the virus? I or, think. Do you know this? I mean, all together in Shenzhen, I think there were only like four, less than four hundred and fifty people who got it. No way. Oh. Um, I think so for Shenzhen. Yeah, like Guangdong itself only got about fifteen hundred people. The whole province. Because. Yeah, the thing to note, like, reported cases, but the thing to note is that they shut down Hubei. Nobody allowed in or out. Hubei province. So I'm um, just going to give people kind of a framework yeah. of what we're talking and, about here. Hubei province is like, think of yeah. states. This is like a state in the middle of the country. Uh, Guangdong province is uh, right on the border across from Hong Kong down in the south. It's Shenzhen's yep. like the, one of the major cities there. And I would say, how, was there 100 million people in Guangdong province? I would uh, estimate uh, about Guangdong that Guangdong has like... 80 million, I think. 80 million. Hubei has about 50, 50 to 60. So you're saying out of 80 um, million people, 450 yeah. people got it. I mean, we don't well, have no, that. No, no, no. That's, got the... that's only in my city. That's only in my city. Oh, okay. But this was like right at Spring Festival. So a lot of people had gone home for Spring Festival. There's a lot of workers down in um, Guangdong who go back to their hometowns for Spring Festival. So actually a lot of them were stuck up in Hubei. Um but like Hubei, Hubei was locked down for at least 50 days. Like they're just now letting people out within the whole the province. week or two. Mm-hmm. The- like they closed it down. Nobody in, nobody out. So if you, and, if you lived there and you had left, you couldn't come back or? No, no. Wow. What about if so you they needed stop to... trains, they stop cars. What about if your basketball court was on the other side of the, the line? You know, like you lived on inside, but your court you'd normally play out was a mile down the road outside. Here they would make well, an exception. Then hopefully your town is not locked down. Yeah. Um, a lot of towns over nearby provinces were locking down as well. Like I know even Hangzhou locked down for a bit where it's nobody in unless you live there, like unless you're a resident there. So even Beijing locked down for a couple days where they said nobody allowed in unless you're a resident. Did that prove I to be successful? I going to do this, but... But Did that prove was to it be, successful? Yeah, was it successful, Christina? If they had not locked down Hubei itself, um, then this virus would probably be a lot more widespread than it is even right now. Um, so even Guangdong was the second most affected province, and we had 1,400, 1,500 reported cases. So for that, it's, I mean, yes, people were stuck at home and they couldn't leave, like, I have a couple coworkers who were stuck up there for um, we're looking at 50 days and they couldn't leave. And, and that's the thing is they were literally not allowed to leave. And then they started with, you could leave your apartment. Um, sorry. Um, you could leave your apartment like one person every two days, then one person every week. And then finally they're like, no, you guys stay at home if you want to. And then if you want to order food that the food will be delivered, and everything was coordinated on WeChat and whatnot, but they made sure that people stayed at home. And then like end of February, they locked everybody down, said nobody allowed in and out of your apartments at all. So, and that was their way of 
trying to quarantine it as much as I can. And when we're looking now, it's we'll probably see a rise in cases over the next couple weeks, two months or something like that, because people have been allowed to go back. But China's got to do that in order for people to actually go home and hopefully things to return to normal a little bit. Yeah. Like, and in, in um, still... total, they were locked in for about 50 days. Sorry. Um, but yeah, it was 50 days, if not 52, 53 days before they were days of, of, of a hard quarantine, basically. Lockdown. Yeah. Can't leave, um, can't leave the state. Lockdown. Can't leave the state can't, quarantine. Can't leave the state. Can't leave the province. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. That's looking grim because I don't see any of that. We're not doing that. No. Yeah. We I, like to interstate. We like yeah. our interstates here in America. You know when the they say, Cap, you know when you're surfing, they say you have to turn into the wave? I, you always bring up surfing. I don't know. That's what no. Trump wants to do right now. He's yeah. like, why go away from it when you could just go head on straight into it? And it seems like that's the plan. Um, so, Christina, you are seem to be safe. Are you, are you locked in or how yeah. long have you been locked down personally for? Uh, um, I came back to Shenzhen about a month ago. Actually, today has been four weeks. And I only came back because I knew things were opening up a little bit more and that you could leave your apartment compound um, to go buy food and everything like that. So even now, like I can leave my apartment compound to go um, buy food. I can go for a run if I want to. So it's, but again, if I leave my apartment, um, I wear a mask wherever I go. When I come home, I sanitize, you know, try not to have contact with too many people outside. I'll go have dinner with friends maybe a couple times a week just for sanity sake. But even with that, it's people that I know have been here as well for a couple months. No handshakes. A month or two. No hugs. And, yeah, I mean, you know, we hug and that's about it. Oh, you do? Wait, sorry, what? Elbow bump. Did you, did you hug? Elbow bump. Yeah, but I also know those people have been here for six weeks, seven, eight, eight weeks. And Interesting. You don't have fires, though. I haven't been around. <laughs> yeah. This There's is, uh... three people in the city right now that I would hang out with. <laughs> I think the most surprising thing to me here is that there was only 1,500 cases in all of Guangdong province. We have 10 states that by tomorrow we're going to be over 1,500 cases, I would imagine. I mean, New York, New York State is at, what are we at, 30,000 cases or something right now? Last I checked, 20,000, probably 30,000 by the time people yeah. are listening to this. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, what did, do, we know what, would, do we know what Wuhan got to at the height? the amount of cases i'm curious to know when new york city will have more cases than wuhan do you know christina um china's still got the most amount of cases like there's eighty-one thousand total cases in china um looking at it right now this one doesn't work um like wuhan itself i think there were about sixty thousand cases at least but all right so new york's they're seeing a couple more cases coming up now just because they've opened it up but in terms of deaths, reported deaths, there were 3,271 oh, or 77 as I'm yeah, looking those, at those are harder uh, ones world of meter right now. So, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, Christina, um, so anything, anything you want to say as we wrap this up here? Yeah. Any, give us some anything advice. We haven't, any advice or anything we haven't covered that you think we should? Um, I mean, the biggest thing is that. Yes, it's really hard in the West to say, okay, let's go for a hard lockdown. Let's go for that. But if you're looking at countries like China, like South 
Korea who have managed to contain it to a certain extent, they've gone with quarantine, like proper quarantine. They've also gone with testing. Like if you look at South Korea, they've done the most testing in the world. So that's important as well, is that if you have symptoms, stay at home. It's not necessarily something to panic over because most people, when they get it, most people probably will get it, but most people, if they get it, it'll be flu-like symptoms, maybe a little bit worse, but it'll be fine. But the thing to remember is that most people are not the vulnerable people who would be seriously affected by this. But And also, the goal of social distancing is to stop the hospitals from getting overwhelmed. That's our ultimate goal is what we need to remember is that we don't want our hospitals to be overwhelmed, which right now it's happening in some states. What and do you think? if that happens... Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, what do you think about our mayor who um, the day before uh, they were closing the gyms on a couple Mondays ago? And so the day uh, hours before they closed it, he decided to, he decided to go to the gym to get one get one last workout in. Is um, that the right again, message to send to the people? No, the right message is that there's a reason things are closing. Like, yes. stay close with a certain number of people. Watch your mental health. Do something for your mental health and yeah, your physical you, health. But you can do that at home. Like, is there something you learned from being quarantined that you would like to, that we should like an activity that is you recommend a highly fun quarantine activity? <laughs> We're not, I mean, I was thinking of over here because <laughs> oh, one of my favorite things I think I've seen is like virtual happy hours. <laughs> All right. So it's, you know, make sure that you're socializing, whether it's online or something like that, because if you isolate yourself too much, you're going to lose it, especially for people that live by themselves. Like I do, I live with a cat, but he doesn't talk back. So, you know, <laughs> it's talk to people, try and focus on that. It will, it will end. It will. That's not a question of what, like it won't end, but it will, but it's just a matter of stay safer now, take the precautions now so that the long-term effects are more positive, I guess. All right. But, we'll take that. Thank you so much, yeah. Christina. Thank you for doing the show. No problem. Um, no stay problem. safe in Shenzhen. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like you are in a safer position than all of us are. Uh, <laughs> so you should be saying that to us, but really, uh, whatever. We should all stay safe. Everybody out there, Kaplan, we got to get to the news. We got to turn. Yes. Let's more get, news. Let's get this thing, you know, get, get, uh, try to end on a happy, happy note. Uh, Christina, thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Stay safe. No out there. All right. We'll try you guys too, as well, especially you guys. Thank you. Right. Thank you very Especially much. Us. You're right. We are very important. Good luck. Especially, Especially us. Good People luck. need the pod. What are they going to do without <laughs> yeah, us? We, we can't go away. Remember, six feet. Just remember six feet. That's all I can six say. Feet six feet. I don't, yeah, I don't know what is yeah. 1.5 meters, six feet. I don't even know, but we'll go with it. Yeah. Roughly, roughly. Yeah, two, right. two meters. But yeah, well, they, 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 no, but it, you can be a little tighter over there. They're not as fat as us. Yeah, exactly. That, that extra <laughs> half a meter is in beer gut. <laughs> In America, so it makes sense. It's the it's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of two meters for Chinese people. All right, that's it. Uh, let's get to the news. Cap, play the music. All right, 
We're back, Kaplan. Fantastic guest, Christina Peters. Um, yeah, that was great. That was. Uh, it's great to. Uh, we haven't done a. It felt like it feels like the old podcast now. We've got these international guests with interesting stories to give us. We're learning. We're actually learning yeah. stuff. I'm learning something. I love it. What I learned is that I don't know how. I don't know how we're gonna do it. I, I don't see. The, the, here's my only only ray of hope. Two weeks ago. If you were to tell me that America was going to um, even self-quarantine 90% of the country, I would say impossible. Americans won't put up with that. Now, true, there are a lot of Americans who did not, who do not put up with that, but there's still, I don't know, what percentage are we at that are actually following the rules? 50%, 60%, maybe? Maybe higher, maybe I, I, 70%. I, I don't know. We're yeah in New York City. I feel like people are falling it more and more. Starting so, to yeah. That's, that's yeah. what Bill De Blasio. It's said. just going to be that problem is that people early on weren't. So there's just going to be a lot of people get sick, unfortunately. But hopefully it will eventually start to slow down because yeah. we're not going to. We're never going to go. It's a philosophical thing, but we're just never going to give up all freedom. So it's just it's just not it's just not gonna happen so we'll do the best we can i i'm disagreeing with you a bit in the sense that i didn't two weeks ago i didn't think that anyone would even i didn't think you could get 80 percent of new yorkers to stay inside but it's happening now so then what you could get them to do now you might be able to get them to go even further two weeks from now if that's the route they want to take but i i mean i don't see our president taking i think it's got to be way more like it's got to be like a more gruesome disease to be honest as far as people aren't seeing it i just don't think they will but we'll find out. We'll find we'll out. We'll find Let's, out. Uh, Let's get to the news. Gonna... Let's try to do something. Let's yeah. try to keep it fun here. Um, here we go. Loss of smell and taste could be symptoms of the coronavirus, says, uh, I don't know, the Internet. This Here's the issue for me. I've always had bad uh, sense of smell. Right. So as have I. We've talked about this. I, I don't smell anything. If you if – you, um, if you, if I've left the gas on at times for like an hour at a time and not even noticed. It could burn the whole place down. Well, that could be. Like, what's this? Yeah. So <laughs> I've had coronavirus for years, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I've had it forever. Yeah. I know. Yay always is like she can smell something like she, like a 10 blocks away. She's like a re- golden retriever. She's yeah. like, she's like, oh, that smells gross in here. I'm like, I don't smell anything. Yeah. So Randy's the same way as are my kids. And they're just, and as obviously as pancakes, Kaplan. So my whole rest of my family could, they don't have enough Corona. I think <laughs> if we were in China right now, they would put us on the orange. We did le- orange or red. Yeah. I'm not sure what, just based off the smell. That, yeah, that would be, uh, it's that effect. It's like a cast system. I don't like it. It's interesting. I, I, I. I, I could get used to all that stuff, but, you know, whatever. That's me. Uh, maybe there's some sort of surgery you can do to, like, get improve your, like, smell enhancement surgery. Maybe and so. Then, I don't know. O.J. Next news story. O.J. Simpson says he will go crazy if his golf course closes. <laughs> that's, like, a real threat. Like, you, yeah, you say to yourself, like, how many people need to die? Like, what, what are the, the trade-offs, the economy, the sinking the economy, all these things? But then the, OJ's the other way around. It's like, he's going to, might kill a few people, so you got to take that into account. Uh, well, con- you know. Controversial statement, but is there a whiter person on earth than OJ Simpson? He's, that's the great part about his defense. He's the whitest guy. Uh, yeah, rich golfer. And um, oh, well, he, he, he you know, we're all OJ Simpsons now. We've discussed that we're all wearing his gloves. He, we're going about he, he paid his way out of a murder trial. That's you can't get much whiter than that. 
Do you think he should do a campaign, an ad campaign, to get people to wear gloves in public? Yes, I do. <laughs> he should roping him in. That would be genius. Uh, get him some you know. isotoner. Isotoner <laughs> yeah. should bring him back. If the glove fits, you but you won't get corroded. You know, come up with something catchy. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I can. He is such a like old white guy. Like my in-laws are telling me that people in Florida are still playing golf, and they just play one. The rule is it's one person at a time on the golf carts. You can't share a golf cart, which I think the rule should be you have to walk if you're going to still play now. I mean, get some exercise, goddammit. How about but, this? <laughs> Shut down the course. You're 90 years old. It's a pandemic that's killing specifically you. Right, but you're. But then you think about it. You're about to die. You might as well go out, go and do what you love. But that's what I, they, they I, just love golf. These people. I think there's a part of them that's like, you know what? Take me. If you're gonna take me, speaking, take me. Wait, cap, 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 cap. I didn't. Uh, before we move on from this OJ Simpson thing, this, the message is: if the glove fits, you won't get sick. Oh, there you go. You're like copywriter. There you go. That's good. We should let's get let's get him. Let's maybe pitch him and get him on the pod. The more you know, um, we'll get him one of those uh, NBC thing, campaigns. You, you know, the other thing I was thinking though is that with Trump and we're talking. We started the show talking about how he's trying to uh, wrap this whole storyline up. The storyline. You know, the economy back to cranking. Well, think about it. This guy loves golf more than anything he wants to get back in the course he can't he, he even trump knows he can't play golf as long as there's a <laughs> pandemic like he's he's that aware that's the baseline of his awareness so he can't play golf for like until this is over he can't play golf it's like it's the only way to flatten the trump golf curve that he was like on this <laughs> he was like gonna he was like well past obama who played way so much golf and well past but so now it's like he's gonna even him out and the best part is months from now he's gonna start saying oh, i played less golf than those guys because he could play golf for months but you know it's so you know we think about him and think about oj and before we make these rash decisions one more no, thought on, one more thought on oj here um you know everyone's talking about like oh during a pan during like a, a real pandemic real crisis real when everyone runs out of money in two weeks you want to get a gun you know there's a run on guns everyone's going to buy guns right now mm, you got a yeah. bunker up you got a gun up <laughs> the whole point of doing that is to be more dangerous to be more feared the number one person you want to be in a global crisis pandemic is is O.J. Simpson. A lot of people are definitely afraid of you. Who's you're more crazy? Yeah, who's, crazy murderer. You're a crazy murderer. Who steals Heisman trophies. And jokes about and it. women. And write a book called If I Killed It, Here's How I Did It. Yeah, and he's now obsessed with fantasy football. Everyone follow him on Twitter. All he does is tweet about fantasy football and the videos. And oh, so you're right. OJ's Which is somehow OJ's scarier. He's somehow become scarier. The nicer he gets, the scarier he gets because he's a psychopath. Yeah. Well, hello, Twitter world. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the jo- I don't know who You're the guy is. Me. Films us. Everyone's got to follow the real OJ Simpson 32. I think it's the same. But the you got to see these videos. I don't know who does. He never reveals. He's never once revealed who takes the videos. Then and don't turn never, the camera. He's like, hello, Twitter world. Uh, and then yeah. he'll just talk about football. Oh, LaDainian, uh, Tom- LaDainian and- Tomlinson scored four touchdowns today. And then the best part is he has a catchphrase. He ends every video by going, I'm just saying. And then he laughs. Like, that's his, like, ha, it's like ha, saying, ha, get, ha, it's ha. like the way we say get lost. He says, just saying. <laughs> Do you ever know, have you ever known a guy who, um, or a person who cheats on their spouse, spouse, like just consistently? I don't know if you've ever known anyone like this, but they have this, um, psychotic it's only something i've also seen in oj where it's this it's a break from reality they have a personality that's the nice guy personality that's like their daytime personality 
And then you know at night, I mean, it's not people I can ever confirm. It's just like you hear rumors about, you know what I mean? But it's people that you hear tons of rumors at night and on weekend. They go out and they're doing like nefarious things. But then during the day, they're this whole other person. It's the only thing I can equate to OJ, to watching the OJ videos. Yeah, but now that's over because everyone knows he's, I mean, he still acts like that, but it's like, it's like everyone knows he's guilty. So it would be like someone who cheated on their wife, but the wife knew it. But they right. still act like but they, they still acted the whole yeah, the whole charade. Yeah, yeah. OJ, so uh, let's keep the golf course as long as humanly possible. Let's keep a golf course open in L- in Los Angeles, please. Let's do it. Let's do it. Speaking of um, celebrities, Har- Harvey Weinstein has coronavirus. Oh, he got it in prison. Moment of silence. He got in prison. We mentioned it earlier. Um, it, it, it is an issue that the prisoners are getting corona because in Italy, when this happened, the prisoners all broke out of prison. Right. They broke out or they released them? No, they broke out. They just rioted yeah. their way out. Oh, okay. I didn't know that story. I, yeah. I know they're releasing. They're starting to release some people because I think to try to keep it from spreading. They're almost saying let prisoners out of jail. Is that the theory? In, in Italy? No, in America, right? That would be a bad theory. Just release I, them onto society? <laughs> well, I think people who are due to get out soon enough. But, uh, yeah, it's a great idea. All the cops are occupied with, with cracking down on keeping kids from playing basketball uh, and uh, enforcing this, uh, you know, quarantine. So now it's time to let more, people, more prisoners out on the streets. But, uh, well, Harvey, you know, people, it, it, it's kind of a shame. Do you think he got it from being like raped at least or no i would hope so but here's yeah. the thing i don't know harvey um they say he's fine though they say he's experiencing no symptoms which number one how does he get a test with no symptoms well, no, celebrities always get tests <laughs> celebrities can get he still has some pull down at the academy yeah um number two he has no symptoms so he's totally fine which means He's in good health, right? Because if you're old, you have to be in pretty good health to not have any symptoms. So if he's in good health, what the hell was that Walker bullshit that he was walking in and out of court with two weeks ago? Well, you thought that was for real? I mean, <laughs> no, I was, was pretty sure it was not for real. But I mean, It was like a Bill Cosby went like totally blind or something. They all like come up with a... It's like y'all watch that Soprano season where Junior went like yes. kind of pretended he had like dementia or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that'll work, but um, if anything, it's pathetic. I, I don't know. Look, I heard Harvey maybe he had some back issues or something. I think he did, but uh, he definitely played it up a little. And and you know, I think guys like Harvey are like Trump and a lot of people who like have like you say like Trump's got he's older and he's seems like he's out of shape and yet he's uh he's no health issues it's just certain people that can fight through anything like they have like a, a will uh, harvey's one of these guys he he would have that's why the whole me too thing took on totally off guard because he thought he was invincible his whole life he was well trump's being that, trump's not in good health trump's being held together by diet pills and cocaine i don't think he's no he's like guy's a defi- do you hear the surgeon general of the united states of america said trump's <laughs> in better shape than he is and that guy's like a 40-year-old thick guy. Is that the same so, Surgeon General who stands next to him now, the bald black guy? Yeah, that guy was on CNN, and he, I heard him, and he goes – he just started talking, and he said uh, about this – and the guy said something about – the interviewer said something about how older people you know, are more at risk, and, he's, and he said, well, it depends on the circumstances. For instance, the president is, is in that age group, and he 
sleeps much less than I sleep, and yet he's in far better shape than I am. And that's <laughs> ridiculous. Like any moment to kiss ass. That's so, ridiculous. All right, last know, some story. Some guys are in shape, yeah. yeah. Last yeah, story of the week. We're going to end on a high note. Um, there's a group of, uh, of Hindu uh, people who believe they've found the cure to coronavirus. Oh, oh great. What is it? Exciting news. Uh, all you have to do is drink cow urine. Oh, if you drink cow piss, you can be uh-huh. cured. Let me tell you what, if I get Corona, I, that's why, that's why I bring, take me to a farm, get me in a cow, link me, sync me up, whatever I have to do. I'll drink it to get out. What would, would you? Well, I think it sounds really gross, but then I'm like, we drink cow breast milk all the time. Right. Yeah. So is that, it can't be that different But I drink cow. But no, I don't think it's a deadly. Enough. I, I feel like, I don't know. I don't think I, – I, I feel like my heart attack material is going to run stale. I need a new bit. I could be the coronavirus guy. So, no, I, I wouldn't do it. coronavirus. <laughs> I mean, I think you should do it. Worst bit ever. Performing well, uh, on <laughs> Performing <laughs> on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new angle. I can't talk about these kids forever. Get all the so. audience to sit 10 feet away. <laughs> no one exactly. in the front. No one. It's just in, infecting our I'm audience. I'm all red. Come I come on. out with a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Gloves. <laughs> And just just start coughing on the guy in the front row. I, I think somehow <laughs> ventilator. Our, I, I thought it would be impossible, but I do think that somehow our next live pod will be less less attend. <laughs> let me less people there than the previous. Well, when I had that life fest, it was hilarious. So if I have a ventilator, <laughs> it'd be better. Take it up a notch. Yeah, you giving it to everyone. You can't give everyone else a heart attack by standing next to him, Kaplan. That that's true. I mean, yeah, I am. Uh, by the way, it's. Uh, you got to be careful. Like you can't go to. I got a call today from our our <laughs> pediatrician. That like basically, if your kid's sick, you can't bring him to the pediatrician. You basically go fuck yourself, kind of thing. That's every doctor like, in New York City. Yeah. You can't go. So, so I almost want to call their bluff and have another heart attack because then they got to take me in. So, but no, I'm not gonna do that. I don't take. I don't take with the beds. I'll hold out. Calls bluff and get Corona. Get Corona. All right. There you go. Oh, I mean, you so your kid I, can go see him. So we we never got to the bottom of this. Is this cow urine thing for real? Because I tell you. You know, the president will be tweeting about it in the morning about big news. He heard on the pod. He heard a cure. Very exciting. FDA approved cow urine. Yes. Get back to work. It <laughs> is. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's FDA. I think it, they're fast tracking it through the yeah. FDA. And yeah, I can't wait till they, Fauci's got to like comment then. They go to Dr. Fauci. Oh, yeah. So cow urine is, uh, is, is, is great to go. What are, you, what are your, he's like, no, 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 no. I got it. And the, the blonde lady, she's going to be like, I don't think so. No. The blonde lady sort of is a yes woman, so she'll like sort of nod. And oh, yeah. She'll stick with it. All right, Cap, that's the podcast. Christina we'll be Peters, back tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow, and every day this week, you go to patreon.com slash lost in America. You can sign up. $5 a month gets you five shows a week. Thank you to Christina Peters for doing our podcast. Thank you to, uh, uh, I don't know, oh, everyone for listening. And that's it, Cap. What should we do? It's late at night. Let's get lost. Let's get lost. <laughs>